Hey guys, before we get into the episode, there's a couple of things I want to share with you real quick about some upcoming events. One of them being from one of our sponsors, the Nate D Foundation. You might remember Nate's mom, Tiffany, from episode 84, where she shared the memory of Nate and how he was lost to a fentanyl overdose. And you can find more information on them at nate-d.ca. On June 24th and 25th, they are having their annual Nate D Memorial Slow Pitch Tournament in Aldergrove, BC at the Philip Jackman Park and Homerdale. Now, the tournament itself is full, but if you happen to be in the area, you can stop by and you know, buy into one of the raffles, make a donation, check out some food, watch one of the teams that, that have paid to get in and support this great cause. Remember, what they do is to send individuals who couldn't otherwise afford it abroad for trauma therapy, even locally for some counseling and therapy for people that, again, couldn't afford it. They do really great work, guys. They support the show. And, you know, if you could support them, that'd be great. If you're not in the area yet, consider going to the website. That's nate-d.ca and making a donation. Show your support that way. The final mention for upcoming events is you might remember Joseph Fourier from episode 94 and 95 and how we talked about losing his son Harlan Fourier to a fentanyl poisoning. With the pain of that loss, he has started the No Thanks, I'm Good campaign and they are having an awareness walk and rally to bring awareness to the high number of fentanyl poisonings and deaths in our communities that is in winnipeg manitoba on june 25th starting at 12 o'clock at the odita center now they don't have a facebook page or a website yet but they are getting to that in the meantime if you've got any questions don't hesitate to email me ashes to awesome podcast at gmail.com and i'll put you in touch those are a couple great causes to support and if you can please do thanks for listening guys now on to the show Welcome to the Dopey Canuck podcast, taking an often but not always humorous look at the issues of drugs, addiction, recovery, and all the crazy dumb shit in between. My name is Tucker Flanch. Right off the bat, guys, I do like to say I am not trying to glamorize the addiction lifestyle, nor am I trying to minimize the seriousness of the disease of drug addiction. And make no mistakes, folks, it is a disease and often, often a fatal one. If you are right now inside active addiction and want to make a change, reach out to somebody today, make it a friend or a family member, or go to a meeting, do whatever it is you need to do. And uh, guys, if you don't have anywhere to turn, please feel free to get in touch with me. Uh, you can reach me at dopeycanuck at gmail.com. You can hit me up on the Facebook page, dopeycanuck. And listen, everybody, if you are enjoying the content and want me to keep doing what I'm doing here, um, I would certainly like to, and I'm trying to make a living at it. If you feel like helping out with a donation, it would be something you'd want to do. If you head on over to the website, dopeycanuck.com, top right-hand corner, there's a little heart. It's an app called Buy Me a Cup of Coffee, and you can donate in $5 increments. So every little bit sure does help. So it's a banner day for the Dopey Canuck Show. I have a special guest here. He stars in some of my favorite episodes. And uh, don't dare try and take his watch. You know him as Dunright. Welcome to the show, Dunright. Thanks for having me on, Chuck. Uh, congratulations on your sobriety. Thank you very much, brother. Thank you very much. It's, uh, it's been a hard-won victory so far, but we've got lots of days ahead of us yet. So Anyway... Um, I guess right away, a uh, little bit of history between the two of us. We've, uh, we go back 
very, very long time, as you can tell from the stories. Um, I'm, I'm blessed to have Dunright and his wife Casper in my life. So we're spending some time together this weekend uh, with a goal in mind of getting getting some sound bites down and, and having a little bit of fun. So I guess I should say uh, our original plan today was to get some stuff recorded so that I could get you guys a short and funny because it's an odd number episode uh, while I prep for Monday's Memorial Monday and uh, the time that goes into putting that together. However, our night took an interesting turn tonight, eh? Yeah, for sure. We were uh, trying to head to a sweat lodge, but it turned into a night lodge. Um, wasn't quite what we expected. And uh, sweat lodge, for anyone that's ever been, is only about two and a half, three hours. Uh, night lodge can go anywhere from, I guess, the five and a half we were there. Um, right up until they said like eight or nine kind of thing, right? Was yeah, the he's... I got? Uh, house at uh, eight or nine in the morning. That's crazy. That's crazy. So, um, and I mean, I, I fell asleep here for like half an hour and I woke up to, we're going to a sweat lodge. So like the whole day just kind of took on a crazy turn for me, but hey, always open for a new experience. I am as white as the day is long. So it was a, a very new experience for me. Um, well, everything was, so. I mean, we'll just leave it at that. I mean, there might be a whole other episode buried in there. <laughs> yeah, it possibly could be. Yeah. So, so, I mean, right off the bat, it was me, obviously, that told you about the podcast. What did you think when you heard your your nickname off the bat, I guess? That's a great one. Uh, the nickname, I, I'm, I'm glad you didn't go with the alternative. Yeah, we'll leave that one out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, but the podcast is great. Um, I, I remember getting a message from you on Messenger. Jeez, I bet you it was only three weeks ago. It was less than three weeks ago. Yeah, less yeah. than three weeks. And it was just a, it was a great note. It was long. As I it tend to do. <laughs> took me two days to really process everything in it. Yeah. And... Uh, speak it over with Casper and you know we just kind of touched base on our histories and we both were like I mean Chuck's never done anything to us <laughs> I mean his decisions he's made in his life have uh, affected him and so and, and to interrupt you there for a second guys we uh, we parted ways for a better part of 20 years now Right. Yeah, I was... Uh, and not that there was an intentional parting of ways, just life kind of... I'm going to guess it world. was about 06, probably the last time we saw each so, other. The better part, not quite 20, but that, that sounds about right to me anyway. These guys had just been married, a couple of young kids, really, you know. Yeah, we were pretty heavy into the drugs ourselves. Back when? In a really we, bad yeah. place. And yeah. then... Casper ended up getting pregnant, and we moved out of the city into the suburbs. That does have a way of uh, keeping people honest, eh? So. Yeah, had to drop all that stuff, and the best way to, you know, separate yourself from your demons is to stay away from the temptations. Fair enough. Fair and those enough. temptations are in the city. So we fast forward all these years later, and I've had my ups and downs, you know, and you've heard some of those in the stories, and... And I come across as uh, done right. We reconnect, and he's built a nice life for himself. And and the value in that life, you know, is 
in my mind, is about the family that he's made for himself, and, and that. And so it's pretty, it's pretty awe inspiring, and that's why we call him Done Right. We were very similar when we were young, very similar minded, and you know whatever. We spent a lot of time together, working together, and all those things. And, but he did the right thing. Me, not so much. I'm just getting around to it now. So that's that's where the nickname comes from. But when it comes to funny stories, I mean, geez, hey, um, what was the first story I had you in? I wasn't there for the monkey, but I worked with you guys. Yeah, right. <laughs> so I did hear about the monkey early in the morning. And I'm pretty sure my reaction was, what the actual? Right. But the story you were actually in, well, I guess I had mentioned you in Friends and Trauma episode eight, I think that would have been. Yeah. Um, you and Marshmallow and, you know. And, and I guess that's an important part, guys. That was kind of the first time it really ever hit me, you know, and I talked about it briefly in that episode, but I was an asshole, a real asshole, my first go around with crack. And when I decided that I'd had enough that time, I showed up at the door and welcome arms, right? It's always welcome arms. I'm a lucky man that way. Very lucky man that way. So. And I think the next story you make an appearance in, it's before. This is the watch, I think. Was it the watch? Was that the next yeah. one? Yeah. Yeah. Fuck, that was you, got, you got most of that story right. I'm right? Proud of you. And this is the part here that I get a kick out of because I've been telling these stories for 20 years now, right? I mean, well, that one, 23 years. Right? Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. it happened around 2000 there, right? So, yeah, it was in the duplex. You know, and to me, they are now hard-coded memories. But then as I get to talk to the people that were in them, the characters again, and, and I'm reconnecting with old friends, there's slight variances, which I'm not surprised to hear, right? But, you know, there's... It's a funny thing, you know, and, and I guess in, as you remember it happening, I'll go with your memory on this one, because, you know, it hasn't been 20 fucking years of hard drugs. And, you know, well, it was, it was always days. my routine when I was going to the bar that I'd always leave cab fare on my dresser. Okay, yeah. Because yeah. I was a lush, and <laughs> I would drink all my money while I was at the bar. Yeah. So if I s saved 40 bucks on my dresser, then I had cab fare covered. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, Buddy just... Didn't want to let me get that money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that part of the story I got right, right where he went to grab the rock. You know, yeah, yeah. I uh, just didn't wake you up to get money. You woke up. I, I'm pretty sure I was holding him back from getting in the house. Well, I remember you coming in and waking me up. That much I remember very clearly. And I assumed uh, it was it might have been. Here, I was pretty drunk. You were really drunk. I was really high. Yeah, that too. Yeah. That too, right. So, yeah, I mean, the, the core of the story is, I mean, we both agree on that part anyway. Yeah. Yeah. You remember sitting out on that fucking deck laughing at him afterwards? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, and I've told that story before, and I forgot about the part where he locked his keys in the car. Well, that's the that's the fucking and fantastic part, like, right? Well, yeah, but it was still a funny story for me, <laughs> even without that. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. Jesus Christ. So, so. Fucking cabaret. These days, what's going on with, uh, you're not really doing the drug thing anymore, right? What, a little bit of weed, a little bit of beer kind of thing? Uh, I just yeah. stick to the naturals. Yeah. I like yeah. Uh, my mushrooms. I like yeah. marijuana. Uh, alcohol, I can I can take it or leave it. Yeah. yeah. Nicotine's still a Yeah, that was me. I was just, just last night, I was tempted to smoke a joint, I'll be honest, and I, I decided I was going to stay sober because I'm enjoying it, and it's been this long, and I don't really want to mess with it, but... Um, as we were discussing in some of the 12 steps groups, that's the hill people want to die on, you know, whether taking it or leaving it is the right thing to do is kind of a big to do. So for me, I don't care. I, I mean, everybody's got their own journey, right? I mean, 
12 steps programs tell you to keep track of your days so you're sober too and i and I, you know i don't subscribe to that so. well i'll tell you when i first moved out of the city though yeah. i didn't drink i didn't do pot i i still smoke cigarettes but yeah. that was it like it was uh full quit it was realization that i was bringing another life in to this world and Very yeah there was more important things life never dealt me those cards so all right, so let's go back in time for a second here. We all know my first time is this episode one, the first time I ever tried Coke or crack, whatever. What about you? When did you get your career kicked off? Well, I, I moved to the province we're in now. Um, I guess I was, it was just after my 19th birthday. And uh, I had already cleaned up once. Um, actually, moving to this province was me cleaning up um, yeah. where I was before. Um, the first time I did crack, anyways, um, was actually at my girlfriend at the time's 16th birthday party uh, with my mom and my sister. Jesus. No kidding. Yeah, a house full of kids. Uh, my mom just buggered off for the night, left us the house, and... Uh, yeah, after that, I ended up... Uh, I, I didn't live with her at the time. That's the other thing. Uh, she just allowed us to use the house to party in. Wow. And then, yeah, after that, I ended up uh, homeless for, I guess, about nine or ten months, living in a tent, eating wow. a can of tuna a week. and uh, This is crazy, because I don't remember like ever hearing this stuff. That's because I never so. told anyone. Uh, Fair enough. I didn't want yeah. people to know that I was into that stuff because then I thought it might get offered to me. And then eventually know. it did. Eventually it, it, it always finds yeah. you again. And then yeah. I guess I was probably, probably mid, well, I was 20, maybe halfway through the year before uh, Coke came on the scene again. Yeah, and it then, kind of all came on for a bunch of us, like, yeah. you know. I remember and then crack. And then meth. Crack was like sitting around with your mom, right? Yeah. And meth was a little bit <laughs> after that. Listening so, to right? Pantera. Yeah, Cowboys from hell. Fuckers waking me up. Yeah. <laughs> Cowboys from hell, Pantera. Five o'clock in the morning, I got to be up for work at six. And I wake up to absolute fucking chaos. This thing's smashing on my loud-ass stereo. And then coming out to your mom and you, and I think Chicken Little was probably there. Yeah. I'm not sure who else, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. Probably token black guy too, maybe for that. Yeah, I'm pretty yeah. sure he was there. Yeah, he'd have been there too. He was yeah. my ride usually. Yeah, right. So yeah, yeah, that was fucked up for sure. Your mom was such a fucking character. It's too bad things went the way they did with her, but you know. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's not glamorous, that's for sure. You don't you and don't end not, up anywhere yeah. good when you're using. And that's it, right? You know, and it's you know, I went that first round with with crack real bad, and then I you know I cleaned up 19 years and nine months before I touched it again. And the whole time I would say to people that, I shouldn't say I cleaned up because I was still doing coke, but, and, and I've said to people the whole time, like, if you continue to do it, it will fucking ruin your life. It's only a matter of time. Yeah. It might take you a year. It might take you 10 years, but eventually you're going to do it more than once a week or whatever you're doing it. And it's going to be once a day and it's going to be three months later and you will have fucked everything up. It's only a matter of time. It is. It's, it's so true. I, I do push for that. I do try and make people understand that, but. I mean, addiction doesn't work logically or linear, so 
you know, it's just the way that it is. Well, and and it never goes away. No. I'll tell you, it's, it'll be 22 years clean for me this July. And no Coke at all? No Coke. None. No. Good for Last you. time was with, uh, it was with the twin and chicken little, uh, Pincher Creek golf course. Oh yeah. Yeah. We were yeah. doing rails in the clubhouse. <laughs> we were the only ones there. Yeah. 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 There is, uh, addictions touch your lives another way. And I don't want to dig deep, too deep into it, obviously, right? But, yeah, you've lost some, some people close to you due to drug addiction, eh? I have lost many people. I have lost two of my sisters and a brother in law yeah. and a mother in law and wow. numerous wow. friends. Yeah, right. And it is crazy. It's, it is absolutely crazy. So, that's um tomorrow you know we're, we're doing memorial monday and uh i hope that maybe one day dunright w- wants to share his stories and, and maybe some of his tributes but that's such a personal thing right um tomorrow's tomorrow's episode by the time you're hearing this it will be tomorrow's episode anyway uh should be another really unique experience uh, a very emotional one somebody who's lost multiple people in their lives do is a direct result of of addiction and in recent years at that so that should be a pretty powerful episode, you guys. Make sure you uh, you tune in on Monday for that. I'll try to have it up and running first thing in the morning. In the meantime and in between time, you know what we're going to do? It's time for gratitudes. And I think it's a fitting thing to do when I have a guest on to get your daily gratitudes. So, Mr. Dunright, what are some of the things you are grateful for today? Uh, I guess my first gratif- gratitude is going to be my wife and kids and my support system, my sister and my mom and dad, stepmom. Uh, second gratitude is going to be for all the old friends that have recently I've been reconnecting with. That is that is pretty cool stuff, isn't it? Me, it, you know, right? it is. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, j- I just realized that we have spent every weekend together. Since reconnecting. Hey, right? We had lunch, yeah. then we had breakfast, and then we had supper tonight. That's pretty cool. That's really cool, actually. Yeah. Yeah. We were damn near inseparable for a long time, eh? <laughs> yeah. And I do, you, do you remember, I sorry, I'm going to see you. Fuck Around today, too? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, that's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Do you remember when we used to drive? I, I, I pick you up for work and we'd go to whatever moving company we were at at the time. But that newfie guy, I think his name was Kevin, that used to jump in with us and the drive through, that poor bastard that had the stump arm. Do you remember that? Oh, we'd stop to get coffee and it was the same guy with it. You keep yeah. that fucking stump out of my coffee, he said into the yeah. drive through. <laughs> <laughs> what a horrible human being he was. I wonder where he's at these days. But. That's the whole reason I can't drink Tim Hortons anymore. <laughs> I've had so many extra large double doubles, like four or five a day for like six years. You remember the the oh the Baileys under the car seat? Oh yeah. Hey, geez, hey, there's, hey, let's let's stick it on topic to the show. Yeah, Baileys under the car under the seat so we could throw it in our coffee in the morning on the way to work and smoking yeah. joints on the way to a job and oh. having to stop for a half hour because you were crying. <laughs> <laughs> couldn't see. Uh, Were you on the wrestler move with me too? 
Yes. You were a. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That was the son of a bitch tipped us with a VHS. Yeah. Yeah. That stupid documentary did. I can't. I'm not going to name the wrestler unless I come back and bite me in the ass someday. But he was a famous wrestler in the city that we were living and may or may not have turned out to be a giant douchebag. But anyway. Definitely (laughs) was. uh, Had a diamond necklace under a chair and gave it to his wife. (laughs) Maybe it could have at least given, flipped us at 20 or something. (laughs) VHS. (laughs) Anyway. So. I interrupted your gratitude. So you had two, two you, your family support and your uh, and reconnecting with old friends. What else? Um, I think the third one is just going to be being sober. That's that's a great one. That's I mean, one. when I say sober, I'm off schedule one, obviously. As I yeah. mentioned, I still do mushrooms. I smoke pot. Yeah, but in moderation and responsibly, yeah. right? So some people can do that. Me? Not so much. So. I, I basically microdose with the mushrooms. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, it's more for enjoyment, I'll say, 100%. <laughs> but it also does alleviate a lot of the pain throughout the week, you know, when you're working. Yeah. You get the weekend. I mean, I, I only do it on the weekend. Of course. Of course. Yeah. So. And that's, uh, is that your list? You're going to keep it at three for today? Uh, yeah, I think three's yeah, good. I think you're going to be on the show plenty in the future, so. We can certainly revisit that. And I, I like to do that anyway because my fourth uh, for the day is almost always the listeners. And I do like to exit with them, right? So well, Absolutely, gonna, the listeners. I'm feel your fourth gratitude and say uh, I'm very grateful to the listeners, you guys. This is turning out to be one hell of a ride. Um, it's given me an avenue to, to reconnect with old friends, so that's pretty fantastic. That's pretty fantastic indeed. And you know what? I'm not going to do yours in reverse and throw them back as you hear. So now we've got, you know... Um, my family is proud of me for the first time in a very long time. So this is pretty cool stuff. This is pretty cool stuff. I think we're all proud of you. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for that. So guys, if you are in active addiction right now, make today the day, make today the day that you reach to, to a family member, to a friend, that you call into detox, that you go to a meeting, you do whatever the hell it is you need to do to start that lifelong journey of healing because it really is better on the other side. And if you're the loved one of an addict, you just took the time to listen to my podcast and I couldn't appreciate you more for that. If you could please just take one more minute and text that addict just with the words, you are loved. That little glimmer of hope might just be the thing that brings him back. My body's getting cold Bye.
please don't cry.